This is the old trailblazer riding out again on old Dan at this time. Oftentimes it's kind of frisky out here, but not so bad today. It's good to be with you folks. I hope you got up early and listened. Well, maybe not early where you are. Sometimes we come on early in the morning, late at night, sometimes the middle of the day. But if you call here, you could get a real list. We'll send you our magazine, Voice of Truth. Or go there, better yet, go there at our website, www.radiomission.org. And also, I'll give you this information. We're beginning here lately now to put all of this material that we have here on what we call a thumb drive or a flash drive. And it's so, so easy, we can put 150 message, messages on one flash drive. And they sell for twenty five dollars, and you we not we we making a list of what all's available. But been on CDs all a long time, but now we're using the thumb drive in some instances. And this series of studies will be put on the thumb drive eventually. But this is the old Trailblazer, Pastor Pandora. Let me give you just a little bit of background. The old Trailblazer, the old country boy raised here in South Louisiana on the strawberry patch. So green, the geese followed me around. We had no religious training whatsoever my family were not religious i'm sorry to say my mother and dad my mother went to the pentecostal church once in a while so when she could catch a ride because we didn't have a vehicle back those days but after i got grown and got married and uh, my wife was a little baptist girl born and raised in the baptist church and she wanted me to go with her to church go with her to church go with her to church and i did we were first married and, and everything was good and uh, so I went to this little church with her, and they were having a protracted meeting. That's what they used to call them long years ago. And uh, this preacher was holding a revival, a little revival. And, boy, she wanted me to join that church, and I did. Eventually, one Sunday night, she squeezed my hand and hugged me tight and, and go, 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 go up there and join the church. So me and another old boy joined that church that night, baptized us that night. They had the water hot back there. And... Uh, they called that salvation. We started going on Sunday morning into the regular service. I went into Sunday school. I never had been in a Sunday school in my life. Didn't know what a RA and a GA was. I didn't know what those things were. Maybe you don't. But anyhow, I'd go in that Sunday school room, much older me, elder me, a lot older than I. I was only 20 years old. And uh, it, was, it was nice. I enjoyed it, the teaching and preaching and teaching the Bible. Gracious old man. And but when we come out of that room between eleven before the eleven o'clock service, most of those fellers lit up their pipes and the cigar and the cigarette, and coming out from under the edge of the house, the smoke was like a tar kill. Oh man, you ever seen a tar kill? I have, and the black smoke coming out from under there. It was white smoke in them cigar. But there I was, boy, boy, in a worldly church. I didn't know nothing. I didn't know the gospel. I didn't know the truth. I didn't know anything. But after three or four months, maybe, I don't know how long now, can't remember, someone, a great friend of mine, invited me to go hear Pastor L.R. Shelton under a tent meeting out in the country not far from where we live. And I went the first Sunday. They had it. And it was, you couldn't find a parking place within a quarter of a mile. But we went, sat on one of those hard benches with no back on it, and uh, I believe the first me first message I ever heard, I knew I didn't have nothing at that little old church. I didn't. It was just so worldly and foolishly, and they, they argued over who was going to play the piano and who was going to do this and who was going to do that. 
But my friend, the Lord got a hold of my heart over a period of time, not that very day, but pretty soon, showed me that I wasn't saved. I wasn't saved. Oh, my friend, what a terrible thing. There I was thinking I was saved now. Saved other more because they preached and taught you saved everlasting. And so the Lord began to deal with my heart. And Pastor Shelton was preaching in New Orleans on the radio. And we could hear him on the radio every Sunday. And then eventually got a little money together and we'd go to New Orleans on Sunday. But after that, it took, took a long time. It took me a long time to come to know the Lord, to trust the Lord, to believe in the Lord, to make sure that I wanted to know Christ as my Lord and Savior. Oh, my friend, I call them good old days, but sometimes they was not to, not such a good old day. But here we are now, the trailblazer, after Pastor Shelton died and Brother Gale died. I began to pick up the old trailblazer because I always admired it. He preached every morning about 6 o'clock. I'd hear him on the way to work back there all the time. And I had a carpool, and some of the guys would laugh at him. Brother Shelton would shoot an old snake or shoot an old fox or some old pop, uh, wolf on his way with old Dan. But that was all right. It didn't bother me. But over time, the Lord gave me grace to trust him. Called me to be the pastor of this church later on, years later. And I'm here now, 93 years old, still going strong. And I appreciate every one of you who helped me with their broadcast. I ask you to do that quite often because it's a labor of love, my friend. Everything we do here is paid by you folks who want to get out the gospel and by our local congregation. But we'll get off of that for a, moment, for a little while. But in our last study, we begin there. We're looking at what the church has lost and uh, how to regain it. And we found there that uh, in First Second Timothy 4, Paul, writing to Timothy, said, Listen, Timothy, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing, and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove and rebuke with exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Listen, then in first Timothy five he says again them that sin rebuke before all that others also may fear. In Titus one thirteen we find therefore rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith. Listen to Titus two fifteen these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. My friend, listen, listen. Let no man despise thee. The Holy Spirit here charges a preacher to preach the word, to preach the word, not just part of it, not the parts that he liked. No, but I like that part that Paul said, uh, with authority, rebuke with all authority. Pastor Shelton was the most... Uh, dogmatic preacher that I've ever been around, of course, but he told it like it was. He called names if folks got on there, got, got, got in rebellion. He called their names, my friend, and the old trailblazer has been doing that for a long time. But let's go back to our study. We're looking at what the church has lost and how to regain it, and we look what Apostle Paul has laid on those young preachers. Preach the word, not your opinion, preacher. 
not what someone else thinks about it. Every God-called, God-fearing, God-honoring pastor goes directly to the throne of God, grace, for his message. It is burned into his soul, and he is an ambassador for Christ. You ever think about that? Oh, I think much about it. We're representing Christ. We send ambassadors over there to China and Italy and France and England. They're speaking for our country, not for their own self. I don't have an opinion. I'm preaching God's word. He says, preach the gospel. Preach the word, my friend. Preach the word. Listen now. It's burned into my soul as it should be. And uh, as an ambassador for Christ, that individual comes forth from the presence of the Lord God of heaven until under a life or death command to preach God's message without fear or favor from any man. It is none of his business whether the men like this preaching or not. Oh, my friend, that's what I tell my young pastors that come to see me. Get a broomstick and put up your backbone. Get a broomstick. Cut a cut an old broom head off of a stick. Put that stick up your backbone, young preacher. Like I told that preacher from Georgia the other day, preach hell off the cross. Now, I, I don't have no sympathy for, for these little young whippersnappers, they call them. Oh, they're so, so afraid to, to, to make a mistake, so afraid. Oh, they're just full of fear, my friend. It's none of his business whether men like his message or not. It's not my business. It's not my opinion whether you like my preaching or not. No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Never crosses my mind as to whether you enjoy my preaching or not. If he's God's message, let him deliver it. If he's God's messenger, let him deliver God's message. If he has God's message there, let him deliver it. The pastor is commanded and charged to reprove, which means to lay the blame upon. Lay the blame upon. Does your pastor do that, my friend? I ask you oftentimes, and I'm in a kindness, my friend, ask your pastor to tell you how the Lord saved him. Ask him. Ask your Sunday school teacher, if you attend a, a, a grown folks a, a Sunday school, ask him, ask the leader, how, tell you how the Lord saved him. Even in your younger classes, if you've got a young teenager in there preaching, teaching the Bible class, ask him how the Lord saved him. Tell him to give you an account of his salvation. Listen, and he's and we're charged, you and I are charged to reprove, which means to lay the blame on, to convince, to convict the heart of the of its guiltiness before God. We're to lay the blame on before God, my friend, with the word of God coming as a sword from his lips under the power of the Holy Spirit. He is to lay bare the human heart until the sinner is made to see that he's guilty before God and is made to cry out guilty, guilty, and to stand before Almighty God pleading for mercy, my friend. Oh, what a, what a, what a charge. The Lord charges ever God-called pastor. Oh, I know we have some who are mama-called and some pastor-called and some uh, Sunday school teacher-called, but my friend, I'm talking about the true man of God. If you know the Lord and you're standing behind God's holy pulpit, preach the word. Don't don't be ashamed. Don't don't make excuses for your preaching. If you get 
on folks' toes like I do here. Don't make apologies for it. No, I tell folks, preach hell off the cross. Ain't nothing wrong, not nothing wrong with that, my friend. Listen, don't you hate or a mealy mouth or mealy just somebody that can't stand up behind what they preach? Seem like they're afraid to get down to where we live. I like the. I used to hear Doctor McGee years and years ago. He said, "This is where the rubber meets the road." I like to do that, my friend. Listen, I ask you: Are you a sinner? Have you ever? Are you saved? Have you ever been lost? Can you go back to the time and the place when you saw yourself as a poor old sinner, like we had that little song, "Poor old sinner with nothing at all." But Jesus Christ is my all in all. I'm Happy Jack. My name is Happy Jack and nothing at all. Poor old Brother Messer, my friend. He could sing 20 verses of that little song without even looking up. But my friend, we, we're going to be here time after time bringing you the raw gospel. All Our only motive here is to see sinners saved, my friend. The folks are going to hell by the wholesale and resale. Nobody hardly is standing up. Do you know where you can hear preaching like this comes out here out of radio mission, my friend? Thank the Lord we're on the radio missions radio now on the Internet, and it's all over the known world. You can hear us in Beijing, China, or Taipei, or London, England, or Brazil, or somewhere, anywhere. Northern Ireland, we get mail from there all the time. But, my friend, this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarver. Just an old sinner saved by grace. Handing out the gospel, giving out the gospel, going forth. But remember my mailing it. Well, let me give you my website, radiomissions.org. And my phone, air code 225-664-8658. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 